Welcome to the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow! Time, folks. That was the double Z giving you a big hyper slot howl here on a Thursday night. And that's my man Rufus, right? Hey. hey. That's Rufus, folks. Always bringing the thunder. That's for sure. I'm understated. I'm low key. I'm the, the, the uh, yin to your yang. Are you familiar with that song I was just playing? I've heard it before. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's listen to it again, real quick. Just a little bit of it. I want to. I want to. Hold on, then. Hold on. I don't know who you think you are, but before the night is through, I want to do some bad things with you. I'm the cancer up in this room. Now, have you heard the, uh, the white supremacist remix to that song? No, but I can't wait. You go, I want to do bad things to Jews. Oh, no. Ta-da! I did it. I said it. Well, I couldn't help myself. Well, it's of course not. not. Funny, but it was funny to me in the moment, and that's what counts. Well, you're well, an anti-Semite. It comes naturally. That means I'm pro-Jewish people, right? You're a Zionist. <laughs> Am I? I'm not. Now you're confusing me. Wait a minute. I don't even mind Jewish people. Actually, my family. I got some Jewish family members. You're an anti-Semite Zionist. Now a Zionist. That's a that's a Rastafarian, right? Zion, like a Zion. <laughs> is it? I, th- I, think I thought it is. Zionist. I thought that was like a blanket term that people would give to like Jews. That are allegedly taking over the world or something. Oh, are they the Zions? I don't know. I don't know, Rufus. That you know means... why you don't know? You don't know because you live in a, a world where people don't give a shit about that. Only in other countries that made of sand do they care about that shit. Hold on. Let's see what the Zions are. It's a bank. Oh, my God, shut up. It's a personal banking app. It's, it, and now that almost seems like a joke. Run by Jews. Zion's Bank Court falls Wednesday uh, because it was a Jewish holiday. Zion National Park. I am so fucking confused right now, dude. I don't know what to believe. What are the Zions? I don't know. I I just know that people are way too preoccupied with Jews. They're just fucking Jews. Leave them the fuck alone. Why can't they leave Jews alone? I know what. I mean, they're just what? So they have a different belief than. A lot of people, but so do like Buddhists and whoever. I mean, is it because they don't believe in Jesus? But they actually believe in Jesus, right? They just don't believe that Jesus was the Son of God. Right. And here's here's what I don't get. You know, call me crazy for not being religious, but Jews or whatever. The Jews have produced some of the best comedy, some of the best science, some of the best fucking like companies in the fucking world. So I I think my perspective is that all the anti-Jew stuff is. Basically, jealousy. jealousy. 
total fucking jealousy. And anybody that's ever had Manischewitz wine would agree with you that they've come up with great, great wines, too. I'm not a wine guy. I don't know, but I'll take your word for it. No, Manischewitz is like awful, awful wine. But go get a bottle and get drunk on it because you're not an anti-Semite. No, I am not. I can probably say I've been drunk on Manischewitz. So I don't know that it's possible that I could be an anti-Semite, to be honest with you. Uh, I like matzo ball soup. I've never had a matzo ball. I don't even know what the fuck a matzo ball is. Figures, skinhead. Well, I do hate the Jews and their foods. And their foods. I do not like kosher hot dogs, I'll tell you that. They make me sick to my stomach. I only eat unkosher foods. Yeah, I don't know. Now, kosher is really weird, though, right? Because kosher, the animal has to be blessed before it's killed? Or what exactly is that? Kosher is the shit has to be blessed, I think. Halal, which is uh, Islam, I I don't know, the anti-Judaism, it has to be bled out by the throat for something to be halal. Wait, no, but I thought that that was a Jewish thing, too. I don't know. I'm a modern man. I don't care about any of this shit. You know what really disturbs me? You're on here talking about Jewish stuff that you have no idea about. Let's get a Jewish expert on the show soon and figure this shit out. We should. Get Jerry Seinfeld. We should get Fiverr. Go to Fiverr. Get a Jewish guy to be on our show. Oh, wait. That's Tenor. Oh, my. (laughs) Unless they're buying, then it's 250 or. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you know what's funny is you You're know my friend Corey. I love my friend Corey to death, and my cousin or my brother-in-law Brian, both Jews. By the way, I mean, is Jew the right term? They call themselves Jews. I don't. Can you go around calling your friends Jewish or Jews, or is there something I don't know. wrong? I'll tell you what. I bought a bunch of greenery from your pal Corey, and he gave me a great deal. He's. Which is funny because he's the he'll tell you. We went to Taco Bell one time on Barton Springs in Austin. Barton's the corner of Barton Springs and South Lamar. You know the Taco Bell I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do, actually. Do you? Okay. Barton and we went South there. Lamar, that's a legendary Taco Bell. And, uh, yeah, their tacos, bar none, the best, for sure. If you're ever in Austin, check out Bell. the South Lamar fucking Taco Bell. Hmm. Yeah, South Lamar and fucking Barton Springs. You're going to get good tacos. There's just no fucking doubt about it. They're, but, they're selling out after yeah. the show. We went through there. We went through the drive through there, right? He wasn't getting anything, but he was driving. I gave him, I don't know, my my order was like three ninety. I gave him $4 to give to the lady at the window. And she gave him a dime back, and I said, you can keep it, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, are you being fucking for real? I'm like, yeah, dude, keep it. It's a fucking dime. And he's like, thanks, bud. And he, like, scrolled it away, and then, like, later he's like, you know, dude, I'm super Jewish. That dime, that was awesome of you to give that to me. And he's like the cheapest person in the world. He's been he, – dude, he took his mom on this fucking cross-country trip and never got a yeah, hotel yeah. room. We went – we were in, in North Carolina, and we went on a boat ride. Did I ever show you the pictures of me and Corey on the boat ride? No, uh, you, sh- you showed me a picture, but it looked like you guys were just on a balcony or a patio or something. Oh, yeah, I was on the balcony then. You're right. But – uh so he leaves his mom in he, – he bought an RV, right, to take on this trip, a 19 sure, – sure. or wait, it's 2001, like, Monarch or something, Winnebago. Oh. Old, right? 
but it had air conditioning and it had uh, um, a generator. But so we go boating the fucking hottest day of probably my whole trip. It's like 90 fucking degrees out. We go boating and this is the second time he did this. He did this in Indiana too when it was super hot. He left his mom in the fucking uh, thing without the air conditioner on because he didn't want to waste the gas. What? Yeah. His mom? Isn't his mom have some terminal thing going on? She's blind. She's actually almost completely blind. She can't even find the controls for the AC. No. She has no idea how to turn the AC on. Oh, my God. You get back from this boat trip, and she's sitting on the fucking, on, like, the step, right, with the door open. He's like, Mom, I told you to keep the door closed and keep the air conditioning in. She's like, Corey, the air conditioning was gone, like, fucking five hours ago, right? He knew that. <laughs> and then he, she was blind, so she couldn't open the windows. Oh so in this fucking – she could have died in there, dude, honestly. And it's so he could <laughs> yeah, save, yeah, like oh, – now he's like, dude, that costs like fucking three dollars to run that for a couple of hours. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Corey. <laughs> three dollars. Yeah, so he takes his mom on this super extravagant trip and then the whole time is not spending any fucking money on anything, dude. He wouldn't get a camping spot. He would not pay to fucking camp somewhere. He wouldn't pay to dump his fucking black tank. He would like drive around with a fucking overfilled black tank till he got to like someplace where he could dump it for free. It was insanity. And I love the guy. I do. But he is the yeah, cheapest yeah. person in the fucking world. And my brother-in-law, Brian, just sent my sister on a uh, – she came to Indiana. Her and her daughter went to visit Boston College, right? They drove from Indiana to Boston College, and he wouldn't let them get a hotel room. They had to stay what? with, like, some friend of his from college. You're kidding. No. Dead fucking serious. I'm like, what did you save? Like fucking fifty dollars? It's insanity. Cheap for yes. one night. A hotel is nothing. That would be like, it is. How awkward for this to be like me calling you up and be like, hey, Ru, my sister, or okay, my wife and my my uh, daughter, wife and son. And you know what? I I would say no. Right. It's an imposition to you. <laughs> But my wife has never met you, right? She'd be like, uh, right. no, I don't think I'll be staying with the roof. It's, 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 it's just fucking weird. Your wife is smart. But to save 50 fucking dollars, or I mean, what's a hotel room? Maybe $100. I don't know. But not well, much. $100 is a, a de- pretty damn decent hotel anywhere. I mean, if you're going to be there one night. I can't imagine calling up an old college buddy and be like, oh, hey, my wife and kid, I know you haven't talked to me in 25 years. Right. Exactly. And that's what he did to some other fucking guy. That is so crazy. Who are these gullible guys that are like, okay, cool. I I mean, I have no idea. I'd be like, who is this? Goodbye. But he's like like banished for calling you up. Right. And be like, hey, can my wife and uh, baby Neanderthal stay with you? Over the fucking... Well, your brother-in-law is no banister, but you know what I mean. I know, but it's just as odd. Maybe to that guy, yeah. he is a banister. You don't know. We're all somebody's banister. <laughs> right. You should have a bumper sticker that, that made it says that. I'm somebody's banister. I'm somebody's banister. Nice. <laughs> And a picture of a little stair banister, of course, because that would make total sense. 
Well, sure, because you lean on it. <laughs> Just like you knew you could lean on a banister, for sure. No, of he would not would, support. Of course, anything. you would fall over because he would be so drunk he would fall over on you. Yeah, and you land in some rotten slurry that he tried to cook at <laughs> school. That we fucking survived that era of our lives. I mean, the guy thought that the fucking mute, that his radio was telling him that fucking we were saying stuff about him. That, if you hear that, dude, you sh- most people would be institutionalized if you said that to someone. Yeah, he yeah. thought we had, what, cameras up and we were yes! monitoring things? Yes! I totally forgot. Yeah, he thought we, like, had cameras in his car. I know you guys are watching me. What the fuck are you How talking about? How was that even possible back then? It wasn't. It wasn't. A video camera back then was, like, this fucking big. And it had no yeah. Wi-Fi or nothing like that. <laughs> that we had uh, got our hands on just a fucking spy on Bannister eating chicken nuggets in his car. You're right, though. He could have flipped and just stabbed us to death in our sleep. Nowadays, dude, that would just be like, that wouldn't even make the front page. It'd be like, uh, dude dude heard voices on radio, kills three roommates. And two dudes like me somewhere, and you doing a show somewhere, and be like, they probably deserved it. Yeah, I'm sure. That's true. (laughs) Did we deserve it? That's my question to you. Did we deserve it? We went out of our way to make that motherfucker feel right at home. Thank you very much, because you're right. We did. Most people would have fucking shunned that guy for sure. He was like... We ate his food. We drank his beer. Right! Just like he wanted us to. Yeah, he was begging for it. He was. It was offerings. He was making offerings to the cool people in the house. We let him pay the biggest bill at the house, which was the cable bill, I do believe, or maybe it was the internet bill. I can't remember. I don't know. The cable bill is pretty much the highest bill even these days, so it was probably yeah, pretty was high great. back then. We made, remember, we made him get Dish TV at that house. <laughs> by the way, go ahead and By the way, dude, you're getting Dish TV. I don't care about your credit. <laughs> <laughs> what credit? We were very kind to him, though, really. You were. Well, but, well, those hands up. in your house. How did it end up that he lived there? What? What? How did he trick you into... He did, we needed a drummer, dude. We needed oh. a fucking drummer. That's the sacrifice I did for the band, and then he could never even fucking keep it together for one fucking practice set. Did you, do you remember that? He, like, we talked him into getting that fucking $700 set of Pearl drums, Green pearl drums, real nice looking drums, and then he just never could fucking really jam. And he was such he was a good drummer that I honestly forgot he even played drums until you mentioned it right now. Are you serious? I'm dead fucking serious. I thought he was just a roommate that was ended up in the house. I had completely forgotten that he ever played drums. I don't think we have any of it on tape. Let me put it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I, I kind of wish he... we did. Did he drum? I'm trying to remember if he drummed when we jammed with Graham's Choice at the music hall. Or not the music hall, the uh, rehearsal. What's the rehearsal place called? Uh, music yeah, Lab. Music Lab, thank you. Remember when those guys would let us pick that big room there with all the fucking lights and shit? Oh, yeah, I oh, love yeah, those I love guys. Those Why didn't really someone have a phone or a video camera then? We do have that on 4Track somewhere. We had some good fucking jams. I need to find that. Yeah, thing. I don't know. We had some really good fucking 
jams there. You find all the tapes, just mix them, upload them somewhere, anywhere. I just I want to hear everything, no matter how dumb or stupid or I badass. I that I kept the tapes. Thank God, because you know what? You couldn't even keep the mix for uh, which song? Like that you did like six months ago, or was it like it was probably like three years ago now? <laughs> you know what? It's because it's not a physical thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Unfortunately, I'm a hoarder. Yes, that's unfortunate for me. I started keeping my urine in uh, in water bottles. Is that weird or is that totally normal? Yeah, it's yeah, totally it's normal. Good. You never know when you can need urine. You never know. Chock full. Chock full of vitamins. You might run, you might out. run out. You might run out. You know what I should do? I'm thinking about taking my urine, dehydrating it, and making it into a snortable vitamin powder. You should. Zigzag snortable vitamin urine powder. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Got Sounds like something you'd sell out of a wagon in the 1800s. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I'm sure someone did. <laughs> Get How your bat of urine. Yeah, I think it was Trump that did that, right? Wasn't that Donald Grump, whatever his great-grandfather was, the guy that sold the horse meat to the people eating in his fucking uh, hotels, the dead horses Trump he'd find the on greatest. the side of the road? Trump's urine is great. It's the greatest. <laughs> it is. It's delicious. It's delicious. Funny part is, it's only like one eighteenth urine because he's <laughs> it is gold. It's mostly it's mostly spray tan. Oh my god! You know, I saw where he he's such a fucking weirdo that him and Melania living at Mar-a-Lago are like eating in the dining room, right, in just a little cordoned off area where people can watch them eat, like fucking zoo animals, and behind one of those like velvet ropes eating and people just like sit and watch them eat the thought of watching trump eat is like kind of repulsive to me well i mean all he eats is like big macs right or is that is that a farce i i don't know that's one of those things that could be a farce or could be true i mean i could see him eating nothing but big macs those hands no you know what this is what really happened he's been eating mcdoubles but people think that they're they're Big Macs or whatever quarter pounders because his hands are so little. I thought I, I I thought that Milani would take a Big Mac and then use the plastic knife to cut it into quarters, so that he him, could use like his tiny hands thing. to eat it like a praying mantis. She mushes it up and turns it into a slurry, spits it down <laughs> his gullet. Like a bird. <laughs> she doesn't do anything for him except hope that he fucking dies. Yeah. Every morning, oh, oh. she must fucking hope that piece of garbage dies. You know it. Well, her and but, everybody I mean, what else. she inherit? A bunch of fucking uh, debt? I mean, I guess, wait, but fucking nutty people have been sending him tons of cash, right? Yeah. Can you inherit debt? Like, if you're, you get divorced or you die, does your wife inherit the debt? I don't know. That's a good question. That is a very good – I mean, I guess if there's a marital asset – I don't know. I don't know. I don't. You know what's funny is I don't have a credit card in mine and my wife's name. I have a credit card, and she has a credit card. We don't Ooh. have like a credit card together. Is that, that odd? Sounds like part of an escape plan. Hmm. Glad that I ran hers way up because she ain't getting far. <laughs> and I ain't getting far on this two hundred and fifty dollar limit either, Rufus. Let me tell you that way. Two hundred fifty dollars at twenty five percent interest APR. 
fucking A, dude. I got about $4. I've been paying $29 a month on my $250 credit card for nine and a half years. That's why when you fly the coop, you need to hook up with Corey. (laughs) Yes, because he is very, very kind. He's frugal. He can fly the coop on coupons. (laughs) Fly the coupon. Oh, nice. That worked itself out nicely. Hey, you know what? Did on Facebook the other day? I saw your wife was in your studio. What's up with that? Ah, uh, she infiltrates sometimes. Really? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I know. It seemed like you were happy to have her there, which disturbed me a little bit. No, no, I was not. <laughs> you were too. Sometimes she's probably allowed into the inner sanctum. Hey, I watched Mike Carpenter. Do you know Mike Carpenter? Yeah, me yeah. and Mike Carpenter are really good friends. Okay, because did you watch his show on YouTube? Oh, yeah, before he lost it, dude, he talked to me for two weeks about it. and had, okay. He sent me, like, demos and teasers and stuff, and he wants me to come on and do one about guitars and stuff. But, uh, yeah, he's a big good. guitar guy. Yeah, I know that. And uh, you know what? I've become friends good. with Mike, I guess, through Facebook. and our. Your, did you set up that guitar page? Yeah. yeah. I've become friends with him through that page. And I did. I, I, did you see that? I, I, I Facebook and said, hey, dude, nice job. I mean, really, it was well fucking put together. He'd never he done was, anything like that before. No shit. At all, ever. I and mean, it had good B-roll. It had good B-roll. Filling. He had good effects, like with the camera shaking and stuff. The, the oh, fucking, yeah. honestly, the sound was amazing. He got he got gear. I mean, even before he filmed that, he was talking to me about the gear. He's like, "Hey, I got this camera. I got this ring light. I got this mic, you know." And uh, he sent me versions of it uh, several times before he uh, actually put posted it together. It. Did you critique yeah. it in only a way that Rufus can with kid gloves yet a stern uh, direction? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, for the most part, he just nailed everything. I, I just said. Uh, there was in the original one he did one little bit of humor and I was like you got to inject some more humor in the whole fucking thing and so he he put in some other little bits and and uh, I think he did a pretty good job and you know what the that's the subject doesn't come up a lot strap locks but it is a fucking it's a very very good subject you know what I mean because oh, yeah. a strap lock is a fucking is a useful tool right now when when I was at Roehampton a strap lock was a fucking washer, right, mm-hmm. on the end of your uh, guitar strap, like, dually thing that goes on your guitar. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could yeah. never take your fucking strap on or off, but if you wanted to count on one, that was the only way to fucking do it, I think. I'm sure there was one back then, but I wasn't going to buy it. I wasn't going to put it on layaway at South Austin Music, that's for sure. No, no, no I think no. I had the same ones. I used to use strap locks all the time, and they're pretty much exactly what you described. But he had, like, all kinds of fancy strap locks on that thing. He's a gearhead. That's what yeah, I see that. He's, He's got some serious gear. And he was a shredder back in the day, it sounds like, by watching his little YouTube thing. Was he a shredder? No, he's not much of a shredder. He's more of a, a rhythm guy. Oh, really? With that giant – you almost have to think of a guy with three fucking martial heads as a shredder. No, no. He just likes tone, and he likes – having stuff you know he's got like 15 guitars and they're not like my guitar collection which i don't have anything over like 300 dollars. like his guitars are like two thousand dollars you know and five thousand dollars what does mike carpenter should i use his real name what does mike c do for a living 
Uh, I don't know. He's in IT, so he does oh, IT for something, and his wife is a, a real estate agent in, you know, North Austin, so they're yeah. in good shape. Right, dude, okay. But, yeah, it was, I, if you talk to Mike, tell Mike that I said, good job, dude, because it looked like he really put the time in on that. I'd be interested to he watch did. the next one that he does. Me too. Me too. I can't wait. We were talking the other day about he wants me to come on and do something, and I don't know what, but it'll be fun. Well, I'm but, interested. Uh, I want you to check your hyperspots contract because you're not doing anything with Mike Carpenter. So, well, it wouldn't be me. It would be my puppet Timmy with my voice. Well, I want you to check your contract again because Timmy's under contract too. <laughs> because I've just uploaded a new version to Dropbox. Yeah, check right. The latest one. You don't realize it, but when you were, uh, if you would have read the fine print when I handed you that tenacious D ticket. You were giving up all rights to your likeness and anything that you did media-related to me. Crazy thing about Mike. This will blow your mind. Uh-oh. 100% teetotaler. That does not surprise me. Never consumed a drop of alcohol. Never, never had anything. But one day, we were, uh, we were in a band for a little while. What was the name of the band? Called uh, Always the Fall. It was a heavy fucking thing. And we were going to do one show. We did one show, and we jammed at Music Lab with my old drummer, Dave English, uh-huh. who at the time was a huge fucking pothead. And so it was so funny because I was in there with Mike, and Dave was playing drums, and he's like, do you mind if I light up? And Mike was like, no. So Dave is like smoking the fuck out of these huge fucking fatties. And Mike got the craziest fucking, like, uh, buzz just off all the trap smoke. It was the only time I've ever seen Mike, like, you know, you know not stone gold fucking sober. And it was funny as well. How was he acting? Was he acting normal? Was he acting like a psycho? Was he pacing around? Was he passed out in the corner drooling on himself? He was acting just like Mike, except a hell of a lot, like, looser and relaxed and a lot funnier. Really he's a funny guy. I mean, really, yeah. So he was on. That's what it you're is. saying. That marijuana. He used marijuana as a tool. Well, he didn't. He inadvertently inhaled marijuana, and it changed his outlook. You know what? I was thinking yeah, about yeah. that today. Because you know what? We're getting into this. We're going to be opening this dispensary soon. And yeah, yeah. marijuana is like a tool, right, if you use it correctly. It gives you a whole different way of looking at things. I mean, maybe problem solving a little different. And, but the problem with people is they smoke marijuana for the first time and marijuana makes you think of things that you normally don't think of, right? Which makes people uncomfortable. And I think people mistake that with paranoia because you're like, holy shit, dude, crossing the street is fucking dangerous. You know what I mean? Or riding in a car. What a fucking crazy fucking car. We're going 70 miles an hour right now. And I could, you know, this car could fucking fall apart and I could die. And that's just like the weird thoughts people have. But so no, I've, 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 I've not, you know, a, a mega connoisseur, but I've partaken multiple times of multiple varieties. I've never got what I would call paranoid in that sense. I'm always paranoid, like I think, ooh, I, these guys think I sound like a moron. But I've never been paranoid in like an existential sense at all. Or like, ooh, I'm going to get busted or Well, that's because you're like drunk. That. But that's because you're drunk. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. You're, 
you're probably not even thinking that. But now that's why I can drive high is because I'm also drunk. <laughs> there you go. It's like it doesn't even affect you because you're overly drunk. It cancels out. <laughs> yes, they they weigh each other out. That's what you exactly. should tell a cop. If you ever get pulled over? I'm not drunk because I'm high too. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been drinking? Well, yes, but I right. also smoked a lot of weed. So I'm fine. <laughs> I'm free to go. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. The peel out. Ah, another wonderful show, Rufus. Another wonderful show. I can't even remember what we did on the last show, but I remember that you texted me later and said it was gold, so I will take your word for it. Because it was a long overdue show, and a yeah. lot of times they're gold. And I can't wait. Saturday show, yes. As far as I'm aware, yeah. Well, I mean, surely you'll have movie tickets, or I'll have someone come in town, so I don't know. No movie tickets. What is up with this deadhead bar that you go to to see bands on Friday nights? It's uh, just a pizza joint that has live music in town. The pizza's good? Tell me the pizza's good. Pizza's fucking phenomenal. Brick oven? Is it a brick oven pizza? It's a a brick oven. Yeah, it's all wood-fired. Oh, man, that sounds awesome. That sounds fucking scary. It's great. It's awesome. Mail me a pizza from there. In an envelope. They're 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 only open until 9 p.m. though. Oh, I guess I won't be getting a pizza tonight. Oh wait, you still got a half an hour. Go for it. They're only open till nine, and they have live music. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're open from five to nine Thursday through Sunday, and that's it. Close really? the rest of the week. Is the place fucking packed? packed? Fucking packed. Dude, sometimes we get there too late. I'm waiting in line 45 minutes to place an order. No shit. And how long does it take them to cook your pizza? Like one minute. No, thirty or forty. They make that fucking shit from scratch. I know, dude. but in a wood, in a wood. Remember, I worked at that brick oven uh, restaurant. Uh, in a wood fire or a brick oven, they only take like fucking five minutes to cook. Oh, oh. well, I, I'm sure by the time they get it in there, but they've you got forty five minutes of people ahead of you. You know, I mean, they, there's like twenty fucking people back there just shuffling. Are you sure you've ever been there, Rufus? Now I'm starting to think you've never been there, and that you're just making it up. It doesn't even exist. It's all <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I'm making up stories. All that fucking Photoshop work you did of pizzas and brick ovens and steal your faces just to fucking play a ruse. You fucking son of a bitch. Got good work. Good work, Rufus. You did it. Yeah, you got me. You got me. Well, do we have an agenda for Saturday show that we can tell the good people about, Rufus? I don't know. Do we ever, other than Jeopardy? Well, I mean, I would say this to them. More brilliance. Even more brilliance. Now, with 10% more brilliance. That's what I'm saying about Saturday show. We're offering you 10% more brilliance, free of charge. That's always on tap, for sure. It is on tap. All right, folks, thanks for listening to the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour. This is the Double Z. Ow, ow, ow! This is Rivers. Ow, ow, This is the Double Z looking for the show ender that I can never find. We need to clean this up. I need to get in here and clean this up. Clean it up. I labeled everything. How come you can always find it? What'd you say? Ah, always find you. Ah. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.